Welcome to Bills Tonight Digital presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills beat the Jets today 18 to 10. All of their 18 points coming from the rookie kicker Tyler Bass. He ties a franchise record with Steve Christie for most field goals made in a game. So the Bills are definitely happy to have that rookie on their team today. And as the Bills move to 5 and 2 on the season, we're going to break it all down with Bills legend Eric Wood, a former Bills center. So Eric, what did you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, from the start, when you're looking at an 0-6 football team in the Jets, you need to get a lead on them early. I've played on 0-6 teams before, and the players do not care what their record is when you're in that situation. You're going out there trying to keep your job. You're trying to stay on the team. You're trying to... to go out and get wins because you don't want there to be a change in the coaching staff because that means a lot of the team's going to turn over. The problem is when you give a team like that some confidence, they're going to fight a lot harder collectively than they would have if you jumped on them early. And from the very get-go, the Jets controlled the clock in the first half, which re really limited the Bills' possessions. And when they had a turnover on one of them and they weren't able to capitalize in the red zone, you have a missed field goal by Bass in the first half. Well, that gave the Jets some confidence to stick around. But credit to Bills' defense. They put the clamps down on the, in the second half, and we'll expand on a lot of this throughout the show. But uh, I was really impressed with the way the Bills came out in the second half, despite the fact that they couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, going into the third quarter, the Bills had allowed 186 total yards of offense to the Jets. Overall, the Jets finished with just 190 yards of total offense. That means the Bills defense only allowed four yards of offense in the third and fourth quarter. A crazy stat to think about. We'll get into all that the defense did here on in a, in a couple minutes. But first, let's get to Jordan Poyer, one of the defensive leaders, and hear what he had to say after the game. Uh, that second half, especially for you guys, I mean, you guys really turned it on in the second half. What was the difference from the first to the second for you guys? Uh, you know, I really don't think there's a whole lot of difference. Uh, we just understood that, you know, obviously we had a huge play right before the half that kind of gave us some momentum going into the halftime. And, you know, uh, a couple of runs here and there that they were able to get in the first half. But, you know, we were able to settle down, especially in the second half and, and get in a rhythm and get off the field on third downs. And so, um, you know, we want to continue to build off of that, and, and, and that's uh, that was that. How much did you guys as a defense really need this performance? Uh, you know, obviously we haven't been playing well the past few weeks, and so to come out here and, and you know, hold a team to 10 points, um, you know, you know, you never want to say you're satisfied. Obviously there's some things out there that um, we could have done better, uh, but, you know, in the end, you know, wins a win. Uh, it's a, it's a, we'll have some good tape to learn from, uh, some good moments, situational football to be able to learn from. You know, they had that, um, you know, third, I think it was third and 20, uh, you know, going towards their tunnel. Um, just plays like that, you know, we're, we, we shouldn't be giving up, um, you know, third and long plays like that. So, uh, like I said, you know, nowhere near perfect, but, uh, you know, we got the win and, uh, you know, we're excited. We're excited about it. Thanks, Jordan. Hey, Jordan, John Scott here. Um, it looked like you guys dialed things up more with the blitz and the pressures in the second half. How much of a, a factor was that in the swing of things in the second half? Yeah, uh, you know, Les and uh, Sean started dialing up some pressures, like you said, and, um, you know, we were coming strong. We were coming weak. Uh, we were trying to disguise it as best we can to, to not give them the tell of where we were coming from. And so um, it left a lot of, left a lot of, a couple of free runners to be able to get in Sam's face and, 
Um, you know, huge plays down the stretch. Uh, you know, I don't know who tipped it out of, you know, his hand at the end, but, you know, Jerry got a pick and that's, that's who we are, man. That's who we, that's who we are. That's who we want to be. Um, and so, you know, like I said, it'll be, it'll be good to build off of something like that. I was going to ask you, Tredavious and some of you uh, other guys this week leading into the game mentioned a search for the defensive identity for this team. Did you guys find that this afternoon? And if so, what is it? You know, uh, I think we'll go back to the tape and kind of see, you know, obviously, you know, we got some huge stops today, um, you know, huge takeaways and key moments of the game. Um, you know, and I, I, you know, you want to kind of build off of, like I said, you kind of want to build off that and continue to create that identity, whether that's, you know, we're taking the ball two, three times away a game or we're getting off the field, then you go for it on fourth down and we're stuffing them. So, um, you know, we, like I said, we did some really good things today, uh, to, to help us build off of moving forward. Appreciate it, Jordan. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, John. Hey, uh, Jordan, Mike Catalana, uh, you mentioned Jerry at the end. Seemed like he was all over the place today. Got a sack, protecting the edge. You needed guys to step up. Here's a veteran guy. You needed pressure. It seemed like Jerry, along with some other guys, um, really came through today. Could you sense that? And how much does that help you? Oh, I mean, anytime those guys up front are are humming, man, that, that makes the game a whole heck of a lot easier on the back end. Um, you know, those guys played a hell of a game up front. You being able to get pressure in Sam's face and um, you know, a lot of line movement, a lot of, uh, you know, we did some adjustment on the run. And so, you know, um, you know, we always talk about how it starts up front and those guys definitely showed that today. All right. Thanks. Hey, Jordan, Matt Bovee here with WKBW. I apologize because I think you are asked a similar question already, but just could you kind of explain a little bit of the difference between the first half and I guess maybe really the first quarter and then the sec the success <coughs> in the second half? And I apologize because yeah, I think, think you already asked no that. No, I think uh, I think we just set, were able to settle down into the game. Um, you know, we started seeing similar plays and started seeing how they were trying to attack us. And so we were able to, you know, settle down. We had a big play uh, coming into halftime, a huge takeaway by Dane. And, uh, you know, that kind of gave us momentum going into the half to, to continue to play, you know, as dominant as we were playing. Uh, obviously, we still made some mistakes uh, that we'd like to clean up, but it's definitely something that we could build off of moving forward. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yep. Okay, Jerry. What, what, one more question. One more. Thanks. Sorry. Appreciate you no doing worries. it. Uh, you came on a blitz on a third and 10. Uh, I know you, you were uh, coming on a blitz on one of the sacks in the first half. Uh, you know, it seemed like you, you guys really, your pressures were really effective. Do you think, did you think according to the game plan, you were going to get after them or do you think it was a function? You got them in a lot of third and longs. And so. No, we, we wanted to be aggressive. We wanted to be aggressive coming into the game. Um, we wanted to attack. Um, we didn't want to sit in our, back in our heels and let them try to attack us and dictate us. And so, um, like I said, less than afraid of dialing up pressures early on in the downs. And um, we even had some third and long pressures that we were able to get home. I think on that last uh, that last big sack, the, the third down before the last big sack, uh, I think Ter or we brought Tredavious on a, on, a, uh, on a weak side pressure and he was able to get home. You know, we were just coming from all over, um, trying to disguise it as much as we could. And, uh, you know, we would like to think that it confused them a little bit. Um, so, uh, like I said, it was a great game plan by our coaches, and we just went out there and executed it the best that we could. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. 
Eric, I think going into this game, a lot of us thought, all right, this is the perfect reset game for the Buffalo Bills. They've struggled the last two weeks against some tough teams, and this is this is the game they can reset the clock, get back to how they started the season, and then go into the next game strong. And in the first half, it didn't really look like a reset game for the Bills. They were doing a lot of things that they had done in the previous two games, but in the second half, specifically on defense, a lot changed. The defense finishes with six sacks, two interceptions. The Jets only were converting two of their eight third downs in this game. So what was the adjustment? What was the shift there for the defense to start playing lights out in the second half versus the first half when they were allowing a lot of rushing yards and doing a lot of the things they had done uh, in the last two games that weren't so great or up to their identity that we know this defense to be? Well, when you give up the yards that they did on the ground to the Chiefs, you're going to be tested. This is a copycat league, and they were going to test uh, the Bills run defense and they did early and they were able to control the game with their ground game and then their play action off of it. And anytime you run play action, it's hard to get a pass rush. And we've been uh, very critical of the defensive line this year. We've kind of piggybacked a lot of the comments that Sean McDermott has made publicly through his press conferences and post game interviews that the, that the four man pass rush has to be better. But when you don't stop the run, it becomes extremely difficult to rush the passer. You don't get them in third and longs where you can tee off. You don't get just straight drop back and normal down a distance. You get a lot of play action where you have to play the run, then get to the pass, and and then you get to your pass rush. So uh, what the Bills were able to do in the second half is stop the run, and they also got a lead. And early on in the game, when the Jets had the lead, they were able to keep the ball on the ground, do their play action. They were really able to control the clock. And then that put a lot of pressure on the Bills' offense to make the most of their possessions. And they weren't able to get the ball into the end zone um, in their opportunities. You had a missed field goal by Bass early. And that let the Jets just continue to stick to their game plan. And the kicker, Tyler Bass, had quite the game for the Bills. He ties a franchise record with Steve Christie for uh, most made field goals in a game, which is six, of course. And Steve Christie also did it on the road against the Jets. So let's hear from that rookie, Tyler Bass. Hey, Tyler. Uh, first, um, I know it was an up-and-down day for you, but it was a, a team record-setting day. You tied the record for the most field goal makes, set the record for most attempts. You know, just your reaction to that off the bat, that, you know, seven games into your Bills career, you've already got your name in the team record book. Um, yeah, man, it's amazing. Uh, you know, I just couldn't have done it without the guys up front. Couldn't have done it without Reed, Bojo, uh, the coaches for believing in me. But, um, yeah, it's a good feeling uh, that we won. That's most important. Uh, I know I got some things to clean up, but other than that, I was very, uh, you know, proud of what happened and uh, take that and just continue to move forward. How do you think you fared mentally? You know, I know kickers are tough uh, up and down. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, coach always talks about character. Um, you know, it's really not about how many you make. It's about what you do after you after a miss, after something goes wrong. Um, anyone can handle stuff when things are easy. Uh, it's just about uh, when something goes wrong, it's just about how do you handle it. You, know, you don't let it define you. Um, and you just do and you just trust everything that you've done in practice that week and you just um, put it to show. How much were guys talking to you on the sideline, whether it be after a make or a miss, you know, keeping you in a um, good spot mentally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just kept me level. They always um, they always got my back. Um, and that's something that I'm grateful for. Uh, just such a great organization. It starts from, it starts from the top, from the Bagulas, the Bean, Coach McDermott. You know, they always um, have had my back and kept me level. Uh, and that's something that gives me confidence to go out and to uh, just perform for them. Thanks, Tyler. 
Josh Allen had his fourth 300-yard game this season, completing 30 of 43 passes. Let's go over to the QB and hear about what he had to say after today's win. Hey, Josh, uh, good win today. Uh, just Cole Beasley specifically, um, you found him on eight of your nine possessions today. I mean, he just seemed to be working for you underneath on a day where, at least from the TVs that we were watching here, it didn't look like they were giving you too much deep down the field. So just how critical was he in terms of uh, keeping the offense on schedule and staying on the field to finish drives? Yeah, he was great for us today. Um, you know, and that's, that's the benefit of having a guy like Cole. Super smart. Obviously, he sees his own defense very well. He knows when to find zones and sit down and uh, give me good body language. So uh, we're working him there for, you know, the better part of the game. Um, so he stepped up for us, obviously, you know, and uh, when teams want to drop back and uh, put seven, uh, seven or eight in coverage, we got to find ways to continue to move the ball. And um, he's been he's been awesome for us. So we got to got to keep uh, plugging away. And uh, obviously, we want to score more more touchdowns and more points there. Um, but it is what it is. It's a division win. Uh, you know, these aren't always going to be the prettiest of wins, and we understand that. So uh, we'll take them when we can get them. Perfect. Thanks. Hey, Josh. Um, yeah, I know you just said it. It's a division win. It's a win. You threw for 307 yards, um, and all field goal wins are a rarity for the the Bills' history. It's like 17 times in their in their whole history. Uh, I think you got to go back to 2007 before today. Question though is, how crazy, for sake of a better word, is it for you to know you threw you had those kind of numbers uh, yardage wise? And yet, only ended up with field goals. And, and is there what any level of frustration that you weren't able to get the ball in the end zone? Yeah, I mean, I think we did a good job of moving the ball. Um, obviously, the stats kind of speak for it itself. Um, but we got to find ways to finish in the end zone. It's got to be better on my part. Um, you know, couple uh, couple penalties pushed us back and put us in a bad position. Uh, and shout out to, to T Bass for you know obviously making making those field goals and um, getting us the win. So. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take a good look at it. And the Jets did a good job of, you know, kind of allowing everything underneath and rallying to the ball and not letting anything over the top. But um, there's still certain situations where I could have put the ball in better spots where um, we could have given ourselves uh, a chance in the end zone. So I know that, um, again, it's a division win. You know, we're going to take these when we can get them. We're going to take all wins we can get them. You know, wins aren't easy in the NFL. So, um, again, it's a win. And, and secondly, uh, was there – an energy match thing, kind of like first half, it seemed like they came out showing more of it uh, overall. That's just the perception. Second half, obviously, you guys were the were the team momentum, energy, the way you moved, the, it looked like body language, everything. Did you feel that uh, in the course of the game? No, absolutely. Um, you know, shout out our defense for obviously giving us a push there, special teams wise. Um, I thought Dre did a great job of putting us in a, in a good good position right off the get. So, um, again, it was, it was a situational football type of win today. It took all three phases, um, but we can do a better job on offense. You know, myself, um, you know, emphasize there myself, uh, we, we can do a better job and, and put some more points in the board and uh, make it easier, easier living for our defense. But, uh, you know, guys stepped up when we needed them to. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, uh, Brian called 16 pass plays, straight pass plays to start the game. It was reminiscent of last year in the opener. Pretty much the exact same script. I think maybe even the same amount of plays. You had three runs. You didn't hand the ball off 
until I think uh, midway through the second quarter. Hey, you know, how, how unique is that? You know, and um, just what was the um, reasoning, you know, for the game plan uh, coming out? Was that something that you guys had scripted going in or something you saw after the game started to keep doing that? Um, I mean, we understand, you know, they, they've got a pretty good run defense and um, we were just trying to take what they gave us early on and try to get their defense to suck up a little bit so we can um, maybe find a play uh, to hit over the top. You know, they did a good job of defending the pass early on. Um, but again, I think, I think we did a good job of finding runs when we needed to. Our line did a great job of it. Um, you know, that third down to finish the game, you know, I know they went zero. Um, I could have checked out of it, but um, felt comfortable with the play call and kept the clock moving. Um, you know, but again, if we, we get a first down there, it's over. Um, you know, and, and again, it's, it's, you know, Coach Dable trusts me. I trust him and what he calls, and I got to go out there and execute. And I thought we executed pretty good for the most part throughout the day, except when we got down into the red zone. So uh, we'll take a look and uh, we'll learn from it. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, John Scott, uh, I think you've kind of alluded to it, but how much of the looks defensively were the Jets giving you that were similar to what you'd seen the past few weeks from Tennessee and Kansas City? Yeah, very similar. Just kind of playing soft zone and understanding I got to be patient and not put the ball in harm's way. Um, you know, again, with, with how the game was going on early on, um, just trying to take advantage of every opportunity that we got uh, and, and emphasize, uh, you know, you know, ball possession and um, keeping the ball moving third down. Um, you know, we, again, we got to do better on third down. We got to do better in the red zone. Um, so again, we're going to learn from it. We'll find new ways to, to get the ball in the end zone. And, um, but again, shout out to our defense for, for what they were able to do today. You had mentioned going into this patience in those situations, facing that defense. How do you feel you were, especially early on and as the game worked on? Yeah. Um, you know, just taking what the defense gave us and, uh, you know, we had, we get guys running underneath and um, guys were able to make some plays, but um, too far and few in between, you know, down in the red zone, we got to be smarter with penalties. Um, I got to be, you know, smarter with ball um, possession, you know, can't fumble that one and um, give ourselves a better opportunity to, to put more points on the board. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, you told us after last week that you, and I think you referenced it during this call that you had to do a better job of taking those underneath routes and, and taking what defenses give you. How do you feel like you adhered to that overall today? And did it open things up the way that, uh, did it open the rest of the field up the way that you would, you would originally hoped? Yeah, I definitely think so. I felt like, you know, um, protection wise, I felt like I knew where, where we were good. And, um, you know, if we had guys coming hot, our guys did a good job of giving eyes and uh, giving good body language. Um, you know, in the third quarter, throwing the touchdown to, to Gabe, um, understanding what they were in. Uh, obviously, it got it got called back. So we got to be better there. And, that you know, that starts with me um, making sure that we're all set and we're all on the line. And uh, we can't have those little penalties when we had opportunities to put the points on the board. But, you know, I clearly saw what they were doing, um, you know, put the ball in a good position there. And, um, again, it, if, I see, if I saw something earlier uh, and could have fixed it, you know, I think we're talking about a different score. But, um it is what it is. You know, those are situations we can learn from. We got to be better. We understand that. Um, you know, but the, the fact is we're five and two uh, guys made plays when we need, when we needed them, um, you know, especially our defense and our special teams, but as an offense, we got to do a better job. And just a, a follow up from that. This is, I think the second game in a row you've led the team in rushing. We heard Devin say earlier that Zach's performance was a good sign that the run game's back on track. Do you feel like with, with your contributions, with Zach back, uh, that this running game is trending in the right direction? 
Absolutely. And our guys are, are doing a good job and um, they want to run the ball and um, whatever coach Dable calls, we got to go out there and execute. And I thought, you know, um, there's a few runs where we, we popped off pretty good and we had guys in the right spot, receivers blocking downfield. Um, so obviously it's, it's promising to see that we got to do a better job and, um, you know, I can do a better job with getting in and out of uh, good looks and bad looks. So um, again, kudos to our, our five up front today. They did a good, great job of blocking. Gotcha. Appreciate you, Matt. Congrats on the win. Thank you. All right, that's all for today. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Thank you. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. Eric, stats-wise on offense, this team took a dip in the last two games like we have already talked about. Uh, this team playing quite different than in the first four weeks versus the last two. And in the last two, they were down to averaging 288 total yards per game. The first four was 408 total yards per game, uh, 30.8 points per game in the first four. The last two, it was 16.5 points per game. So you see this team trending upwards in all those categories, uh, putting 422 total yards uh, on the board. And then you see them also scoring 18 points, of course, all those coming from field goals. I think it's a rarity where you see a team total 422 yards, but you don't see any touchdowns. This team was 0 for 5 in the red zone today talking about scoring touchdowns. Uh, what did you see from that perspective as to how they were able to get down the field but not finish those drives into touchdowns? Yeah, they simply just didn't execute well enough in the red zone, and it came in a bunch of different ways. There was uh, early in the game the McKenzie reverse that lost them a ton of yards, set them up um, after an offsides on the next play. I believe they were at third and 26 or second and 26. They got to third and 18. Those those you're not going to convert. They did have a touchdown pass to Gabriel Davis, and that gets called back from an illegal formation, which we didn't get to see on the replay who exactly it was. I'm assuming it was either a receiver or potentially looking at the offensive line alignment. It could have been Darrell Williams lined up in the backfield, uh, not on the line of scrimmage. They ended up calling Makai Becton on it the next series, so that leads me to think they were calling that one pretty tight. Um, you had the sack fumble in the red zone uh, in the first half on Allen. Late in the game, the four-minute drive stalled. Um, and just it was a, just a bunch of different miscues by the offense. When you add them all up, you're not going to put the ball in the end zone. Credit the defense for keeping the Bills in it and then just really shutting down the Jets in the second half where they didn't need to necessarily put the ball in the end zone. They didn't need to take unnecessary risks or chances. Uh, but that, this is something that they'll work on. The Bills have not had an issue with this all year. They came into the game seventh in the NFL in red zone offense. They were converting touchdowns on 74% of their red zone drives. That's that's a good clip. Um, one thing they could have maybe done, and, and they were doing earlier in the year prior to the Allen shoulder injury, was a lot more quarterback design runs in the red zone. The red zone windows get very tight. The safeties can play low because they don't have to play over the top. Anytime you can do a quarterback design run, um, and I'm not talking read option. I'm talking pure design quarterback draws, um, quarterback uh, sweeps, which we've seen Dable call it a number of uh, times throughout his tenure in Buffalo. Those add an extra blocker with the running back, and that can pick up one of those low safeties. Maybe get back to some of those, but ultimately it's about execution, not going backwards when you're down there, and then you definitely can't turn the ball over, which we saw in the first half on the sack fumble. 
Yeah, one of those bright spots on offense today was Cole Beasley. He was targeted 12 times, had 11 receptions for 112 12 yards. So let's send it over to Cole and hear what he had to say after the win. Matt Bovec, WKBW, congrats on the win. You know, it feels like this game really turned around in the second half. For you guys, you know, what kind of changed? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome here. Um, and we had a lot of penalties early. Um, we turn the ball over. Anytime you do that, uh, it's going to be tough. Um, I don't know. It didn't feel like we had the ball very much either in the in the first half. So, um, and games are going to be like that sometimes. We just have to do a better job of, of sustaining drives and getting down there and really finishing in the red zone. Uh, that was an issue for us tonight. Um, but all we can do is go back and get better from it. And, you know, obviously you guys get the win, but the red zone thing that you just brought up, is that one of those things that's just kind of like fluky where, you know, you guys know you're a good red zone team and today you just weren't able to get it done? Or is this one of those things where you're like, hey, there's a problem here, we need to address this? Um, I don't know. We got to look at the film and, and see what happened with our execution. But, I mean, we definitely have to finish drives better regardless of, of what the issue was. But it's nothing to panic about or worry about. And we just... Um, is something we got to look at and, and, you know, see what we can do to get better at that part. Thanks, Cole. Yeah. Hi, Cole. Jenna Cottrell in Rochester. Uh, just a quick thing, like in a general sense, you guys snapping the two-game losing streak, coming out with a win today. What's the mindset of this team, especially the offense, with the struggles that you guys did have? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, there, there, there's no loss in confidence or anything. You know, we know what we have. We know the talent we have. We just have to put it together on game day. Um, so so really all we can do as an offense is go back in, you know, see what we did wrong, learn from it, and get better and move on. Um, you know, we know we got the guys. We just need to keep playing with confidence and, and uh, really just go back in and see what we need to do better. You today, you know, over 100 yards, another great day. In terms of you and Josh, like, with the spark that you're able to provide for him, like what did you see from him today and in his play? Um, just a good job of persevering through through things when they weren't really going our way early. Um, you know, that's um, that's something that you can't really teach. And um, you know, there's going to be times in the NFL where you got to play through some um, some lows. And he did a great job of that today. Um, he didn't really get frustrated or anything. He just stayed at it, and um, that's what you want to see from your quarterback. Thank you. Yep. Hey, Cole, uh, like Jenna said, 100 yards today, I think it's your it's your second 100-yard game of the season. This is your second season having two 100-yard games in the same year. Both of them have come with Buffalo. I, I guess where's the coincidence there? What What is it about, I guess, your role in this passing offense that's been so conducive to your success here? Well, Dave's, you know, he, he does a good job of giving giving guys, uh, you know, stuff that plays towards their strengths. Um, and he's done that with me since I got here. Um, he's made it a lot of fun for me. And he allows me just to do what I do. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm glad he uh, leaned on me a little bit today and gave me a lot of opportunities. I'm just glad I can uh, find some open spaces for Josh and get open for him. Um, there's There's a few that I want back, but, you know, all games go like that, so um, I, don't know, I just I just want to do my job and uh, help Josh out as much as I can. And, and speaking of Josh, we heard from him last week. We've heard from him today that 
he's got to do he's got to do a better job of taking underneath routes, taking what defenses are giving him, especially if safeties are playing back. Where does that open things up for you as this as the Bill slot receiver? Um, you know, with him taking the deep stuff away, you know, that gives a lot of room for me to work inside and, and underneath. So um, when we play teams like that, it's got to be games where, you know, I have my best games and I got to be on point for him. And, you know, they give me a lot of freedom. So I, I can't really um, do anything that's that he's not ready for. I, I got to be very quarterback friendly and um, with all the freedom that they have. Um, so. You know, it was okay today. It could still be a lot better. Um, so I'm just going to go uh, watch the film and get better from, from today. All right, man. Appreciate you, Cole. Yep. Hey, Cole, um, you know, first six games of the year, the defense had been struggling. How nice was it today where you guys clearly had some struggles trying to put it in the end zone to be able to rely on the defense to really kind of bail you out today? Yeah, they did a great job today. And, um, you know, we just got to do a better a better job of complimenting them as well, um, and we got to play off each other. Um, they helped us out a lot today, and and we got to do a better job of finishing off drives. Because you know, it, it makes it hard on your defense when they're playing in a close game the whole time, and offense um, doesn't really put any points up. You know, we got to do a better job of scoring touchdowns when we get in the red zone and give them a little bit more of a cushion to play with. Um, maybe they can play a little looser when we do that. So um, we got to do a better job as far as that goes. All right, cool. With the Bills win today, that means Sean McDermott has 30 since becoming the Bills head coach. He also surpasses Wade Phillips for the fourth most in team history. Here's Coach McDermott after the game. It was uh, obviously the you you will take a win if it was one to nothing. I don't think you can get that, but two to nothing maybe. Uh, but the question is, did you, when you looked at it and took a hard look at it, um, how uneasy is it to win a game when you don't get a touchdown? And obviously those opportunities were there, your quarterback threw for 300 plus yards. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, you know it's hard to win this league. Vic, you've been around this league a long time. I don't, I don't care what standings are, standings don't matter. Um, you know, every team's in its own situation. You gotta bring, it, bring your A game every week. Uh, the stats speak for themselves, like you said. Uh, there's certainly things we did well. Uh, moving the football through the middle of the field. We can't hurt ourselves in the red zone. Some self-inflicted wounds there and coming coming up with uh, three instead of sevens. And that, that's what keeps a, a team in the game. Uh, or else, you know, it's a different game at the end of the game there. So I thought our defense stepped up, did a heck of a job in the second half. Uh, special teams, Tyler Bass, I know, a couple miscues. But at the end of the day, he made some big-time kicks and big-time moments of the game. And, and one follow-up, Sean, it seemed like your team showed, uh, I mean, again, the numbers and all that reflected it, but far more energy and, and performing well enough in the second half uh, and coming out of that 10-point hole that you initially got yourself in. Was there anything in particular at halftime, the message that you could share to, to kind of drive that? No, I just, listen, I praise God for every victory, man, every loss, to be honest with you. I mean, these guys are great. I praise God for these guys in the locker room, man. It's a character, that was a character win. It was a tough week. Um, I get another short week. It'll be good to be on a normal schedule this week for the first time in a few weeks here. Um, but, you know, guys just, they, we knew it was going to be like this. You come, you know, you play in the NFL, every week's like this. And you got to find a way to win. And Again, I thought it was a character win, and, and uh, the guys showed their character through this game. We got down early. Uh, we chipped away. I thought Josh did a good job of being patient, 
and uh, entrusting the guys around him. And, uh, you know, we move the ball, like I said, you just got to gotta be able to convert, uh, convert those into seven. So uh, another great lesson for our football team, uh, you know, and uh, we'll go back to the drawing board this week then. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Hi, Sean. Congratulations on the win. And looking at the halftime stats, you know, first half 186 yards for the Jets, negative six uh, in the second half. I know you just touched on a little bit with Vic's, you know, answer there, but was there anything specific? I kind of, you guys identified, um, you know, schematically to do differently in the second half. Was it just people just playing better in, in general? Yeah, a little bit of both. Uh, I give credit to Leslie and the staff. They did a phenomenal job at halftime. Uh, and the players are the ones that executed in the second half. And, and uh, they got they got to back to playing Buffalo Bill style defense and, and uh, flying around. That was fun to watch. And how about Dean Jackson, rookie, gets his first ever NFL start, gets an interception uh, early in the game. Uh, how, how did that feel for you? Yeah, how cool is that, man? Guys fired up on the sideline for him. And it just goes back. You know, our coaches do a great job working with these players, every player on our roster. Uh, from the minute they get in the door to the minute they leave um, and uh, developing our players and, you know, Dane, give him the credit too. Dane was ready when his number was called, he was ready. And that's, that's part of being a team. And, and uh, we got to get continue, continue to get contributions from these young players. Um, that's the strength of our football team as we continue to develop as, as, as a uh, overall team here. Thanks coach. Sure. Hey coach, uh, nice win. Just specifically the pressure that you guys were able to generate on Darnold, like he had a lot of those rollouts early in the game. And then it seemed like you just shut that valve off completely after the first two scoring drives that they had. What was so effective about your pressure and what, what just squeeze? He just seemed squeezed in the pocket the rest of the game. Yeah. I thought our guys did a good job again, Chris, of adjusting um, to, to what they were doing and, and how they were trying to attack us. Uh, on both sides of the ball, honestly. Um, so that's what you want to be able to do. You want to be able to adjust through the game uh, on the sideline, the players take it to the field and execute. And I thought we did that at a high level. Perfect. Thank you. Sure. Hey, Sean, good to see you. Congrats on the win. Um, just going back to the defense, just how much, how badly did this defense need a game like this to get back to playing how we're used to seeing them play? Yeah, it's big. You know, we're all human and, and, and confidence ebbs and flows through the season. And, and uh, but they stayed confident all week long, man. They were there. They, they had a great week of practice. They worked hard uh, and uh, they've been working hard, Heather, you know, and, and uh, you saw the fruits of that labor today. And we got to continue to develop our football team. Um, you know, it's a journey of a season and uh, we're being challenged in different ways. Like all teams get challenged and we got to continue to stick together. And I was proud of the guys the way they did that today. Again, the character is a character win right there. I guess just, um, you know, I know that through the contact tracing, you guys determined who came in close contact with Dawson, but just, um, you know, your reaction, just how tough is it to now for the first time this regular season have a player to test positive for COVID? Yeah, unfortunate. Um, it's the reality of our world, right? So we're, we're uh, trying to manage it like everyone else is out there, trying to make smart decisions. And uh, through the course of the season, you know, we expected, you know, this may come up and it did come up. Uh, the unfortunate part is when you lose players uh, to it, uh, number one, you're always wanting to make sure they're, they're uh, medically okay and, and hanging in there. And then the guys that we lost because of the contact tracing, to your point, uh, unfortunate. But again, you know, we just have to continue to learn through this. It's new for all of us in terms of uh, what we can and can't do and, and uh, trying to play a football season at the same time. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Sure. Hey, Sean, we heard Josh talk a lot about uh, taking what the defense has given them especially when they're playing 
safeties deep to take away the explosive plays. How do you feel like he he did that today? And how does a guy like Cole Beasley factor into that kind of game plan? Yeah, phenomenal job by Josh. Uh, showed him a tremendous amount of discipline and patience. That's a that's a next step for him um, in terms of taking what the defense has given him, remaining patient where he needs to be patient with calculated shots down the field. And, uh, you know, wanting to get in our running game going a little bit. We, hit, we popped a couple runs right there, credit to our offensive line. And um, it's just continued to evolve. You know, Cole Beasley is such a critical part of our offense. Uh, in that way, he's got a great feel, and, and we were able to hit him down the seam a couple times there as well. Gotcha. Thank you, Sean. Sure. Hey, Sean. Um, what did you do yesterday, or what, I guess, was the, the emotions of the team as you guys got ready to board a flight uh, for a road game with everything that was going on with the positive test and, and the contact tracing? How did you kind of keep everybody focused and what I'm sure was a, a bit of a, a nervous moment for the guys? Yeah, curveball, Matt. And, uh, you know, wake up yesterday morning and uh, we had a positive test there. And then, you know, our our, uh, our plan went into action. Give a lot of credit to, to, to Nate Bresky, our trainer, uh, leading that effort. Uh, and then we got on the phone early yesterday morning, uh, Brandon, myself and Nate, and uh, put our plan into action. We pushed things back, as you probably, probably are already aware, to give us some more time to, uh, to make the adjustments we needed to make. The players, man, they were phenomenal really cool to watch how they came in um, and uh, obviously they wanted to know what was going on and, and by then they had heard some of it but we tried to do a great job of communicating and then went out there and had a had what we call a mock game or dress rehearsal practice and, and uh, you know, they, they cared first and foremost for their teammates but they were unfazed after that to come here we made adjustments here as well with the meetings we went virtual last night and uh, in terms of the meals the guys had to come in and grab their meal and go in a bag and, uh, and go back to the room. So just, a, again, true professional effort uh, and a character win for them. I know you um, you mentioned it's, it's tough to win in the NFL. Every team is kind of can be dangerous uh, depending on the week. What, what do you attribute the Jets getting off to the start they did on you? What was going on early on? Yeah, we just weren't in sync, uh, you know, offensively at times and then defensively they hit the run on us a couple times and uh, we had some missed opportunities offensively there. So um, I think the bigger thing is that we made the uh, necessary adjustments. Our, our players hung in there and showed a lot of heart and character, like I said. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Hey, Alexa, you're off. All right, I'll go. Sean, just one more really quick one back to um, the COVID situation. I know that obviously Tyler wasn't in those meetings because his wife was giving birth, but why was, why was, um, was Reggie not in those meetings? And why was it determined that he wasn't one of those guys that came in close contact with him? Yeah, we, you know, we, we have these tracers, Tether, so that's what we, that's what we go off of. And Reggie bounce, bounces in and out of that meeting and, and there's some other meetings as well from time to time. So really go by the letter of the law and, and uh, listen, we're trying to be as, as diligent as we can be. And uh, that's what we have to do. We are on the side of caution. And thankfully, uh, Tyler's wife was given birth. Uh, what an awesome moment, right? And then to come in here and get a big catch like he had, key moment for us in the game. So just, just awesome to see the mental toughness more than anything that he showed to, to be there for his wife on Thursday. Um, and then to be able to come in and play at a high level like he did today. Yeah, Tyler said that his, uh, his daughter's already coming up clutch and she's only like a day <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. I just wanted to clear that up. I just wasn't sure why Reggie wasn't part of that group. So. Sure. Understandable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Sure.
I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but um. Okay. Good. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. All right, Eric, a lot of positives to take away from this game and certainly some things to work on. You love to see the way the defense played in the second half of this game, but you would also love to see the defense play this way for an entire game. So, of course, they're probably going to work on that uh, in this coming week before the Patriots head to Bills Stadium without Tom Brady. It'll be the first time this season the Bills will play the Patriots. So what should the Bills work on before they see a Cam Newton Newton and several different new pieces on this Patriots team. Well, the Patriots are definitely going to test the run defense of the Bills. The Patriots will come in, coming into this week in the NFL season, they were number two in the league in rush offense, but they're only 25th in points. And so for the Bills, it's all about stopping the ground game. And that becomes a lot tougher, as we explained earlier in the show. When you add the quarterback run element, it becomes tougher to stop. And so the Bills will really have to focus on keeping Cam Newton in the pocket. And then when he does do the design quarterback runs, get him stopped. But ultimately, I believe next week, the Patriots are going to come into Buffalo and test this rush, rush defense. See if this rush defense is who uh, the Bills were for the six quarters for the Kansas City game in the first half of the Jets game, or if they really fix all their issues in the second half um, of this game. So it should be a great matchup and definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, it'll be a good one. It'll also be the first regular week the Bills have had in quite some time. I know Sean McDermott and his players are happy to not be on a short week for what the third, the first time in like three weeks. Eric, thanks for being with us. We do appreciate it. Uh, if you want more coverage on this game, more highlights, more analysis, more sound bites, make sure you head to MSG on 11:30. Eric and I will be there to break it all down once again. Uh, for Eric Wood, I'm Maddie Glad. We will see you all next week. Week.